to another depressing, anticlimactic episode of the Ball and Flip Podcast. But at this point in time, what else is to be expected from this team, if you want to call them that? Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm Daniel, and I'm, I'm joined, as always, by the lovely, vivacious, vibrant, um, not depressed, because at this point in time, <laughs> he just laughs at our misery. Jason, how you doing today, man? <laughs> uh, that's my favorite intro ever. Thank you, Daniel. Um, no, I'm not depressed because I didn't watch what happened today. <laughs> okay, was it my stupid idea to do a, a double header of um, Man City games, <laughs> like <laughs> reviews? I mean, whose stupid idea was it to have Man City us play Man City twice? Sometimes it's just the way it works out. I understand. I know I know the scheduling's weird, but we I don't know. Maybe it's best that we are doubling it up considering uh that yeah, I what what team? What team is there to speak of? Uh cuz no team showed up uh, against either Man City team because <laughs> they definitely played two different teams, their A team and their B team. We we don't even have one team. Yep, that is true. We don't even have an A team at this point in time. We have like a B, C, and D team, and the B team being generous, <laughs> so it's probably more like a C and D team um, at yeah. this point in time. But you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah, we decided we were, we talked after the last episode. We're like, hey, we'll just double, you know, knock out two Man City reviews in one. And this time, it's just like, okay, <laughs> so midweek game we lost one nil. This one we lost four nil. I mean, yeah. and after this one, we're just sort of like, eh, whatever, you know, see, yeah. we see, we see this, we've seen this coming. So, um, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, literally the match just ended and we're recording. So everything is just <laughs> trending Chelsea on Twitter and just the amount of hate we're getting potters getting the players are getting. <laughs> it's just outrageous. Um, Frank LaBeouf has gone off. Uh, twice now on the post game on ESPN or one, one and a half time <laughs> one in the post game and everything he said is spot on. Um, yeah, especially the part where he said, "I don't understand why Jorginho's even on the field." That was my favorite line. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what all we're going to talk about today. We're sort of going to wing it. So, um, yeah. I mean, I definitely thought that. I mean, I know you didn't watch the match today, but midweek we actually. Mm-hmm. It actually, we actually played decent. I won't say we played great, but we played. The first half was good. Second half was trash. Um, yeah. But we played decent in the midweek game and only lost yeah. one nil. And they had that. That was their better team out there. And mm-hmm. I don't. The injuries didn't help that match. Obviously, when Pulisic goes down right. and Sterling goes down, not that they probably would have made a difference, but <laughs> 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 just saying, you know, injuries, and, you know. Yeah, and Mount went down before the match in training. Yeah. But he was back today. So. Well, I mean, that didn't really help us either. So, I mean, well, but... yeah, back is a loose term. Yeah, very <laughs> loose term with the way he <laughs> played today. Um, But, yeah, I mean, midweek we weren't terrible. I mean, yeah, we lost, which was to be expected, you know. But, but it wasn't embarrassing. Midweek. Yes, correct. Today was embarrassing. Today was one of those laughable, embarrassing games. This is like, yep. Just a laugh is all you can do. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, what else are we going to do? I can't wait for that part of, 
part of the talk i don't know we're just gonna jumble all together it, we could split it into like first game second game but like if we do split it i can't wait for the the second part because we're just gonna laugh at, at it yeah it's I gonna mean, be 30 minutes of daniel and i laughing <laughs> i mean there's not really i mean midweek i don't know i mean there's not a lot to say about the midweek. we had a great i i will say this yeah about midweek I'll talk about midweek first. Let's talk about midweek. You're right. The first half was pretty good. We looked we looked up for it at least. Like at that part. Like I don't think our stats are very great in general. I think we have We were talking about this a little bit before pre-show. Like I I don't even I don't even think our players are bad. I just think that they don't have the talent. Like at the, at this point. Like Yeah. We've, we've talked about potential a lot. We've talked about, you know, is this, are, are they going to come good on their potential? That's what we said about every signing coming into the club <laughs> uh, when we did our transfer roundup at the beginning of the season. And I, like, we're halfway there. We're out of two competitions. We'll probably be out of the Champions League soon. Like, I just don't think that we're good. Yeah. Like, I just don't, like, and, and from a talent perspective, we can't get basic passing right. We can't get basic fundamentals right. We can't get basic positioning right. We can't get basic body movement um, or body use right. We can't get. We can't um, make fast decisions. We can't shoot the ball. We can't do corners. We can't defend. I mean, lay like lay it all out there. We are lackluster in just about every single part of our game, aside from a few individuals who want to show up every game and and try to give it their all. And and then so so last episode going into this one, we were just like, look, we just want to see the players get up for it. Mm-hmm. We just want to see the players have a little bit of passion, a little bit of heart, and like actually like they want to be there. And for the first half, they did. And now, because I think you mentioned this on the last podcast, we would always be able to go, okay, Tuchel's going to tweak something at half. Mm-hmm. If we can make it to half with Tuchel, he will tweak something and, and, and we'll come out a different team. Right now, we don't tweak anything at half. We nope. come out the same team, or at least the past several performances after the World Cup, we'll say this. We've come out the same team. We haven't made any tweaks. And the other team has adjusted. At least um, Nottingham Forest adjusted mm-hmm. and took it to us when they played us. Man City adjusted. Man... And... and and uh, Pep did his like typical Pep thing where he overthought everything. Yes, and he he had some very complicated, stupid things that I'm not smart enough to know about. But he had some very complicated, weird patterns of play that they were doing yeah. in the first half, and they psyched themselves out. Mm-hmm. And they came back out more traditionally in the second half and took it to us, and it wasn't that hard. Yeah, for them to 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 do everything, they should have had more. We had a couple chances that, of course, we don't take advantage of. Um, luck wasn't on our side with the Chukwamika goal or potential goal, like, but at least we didn't embarrass ourselves. Yeah. And that's the, my takeaway from the first match. Like, like we, we have positioning trouble. We had injuries in the first several minutes of the game. Like, like it's just, it's, it's a tough place to be in injury wise. I still don't think we have an excuse for how we come out and conduct ourselves on the pitch every game. Um, and like you said, after the match today, several players didn't go clap the away fans. Um, like, I think that that's atrocious. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that, that's such a small thing that you can do at the end of the game. 
yep. like for the performance you put in to not go clap the away fans is pretty uh, awful to me. So yeah, I think we have a mentality problem, and that's what we've been talking about. And I also think we have a talent problem, and I just don't think the squad we have right now can play at a super high level. Like, of course, they can play within the Premier League, but they're not going to play at a high level within the Premier League. And then it's even debatable on whether or not we'll be in the Premier League next year at this point. Like, <laughs> if you would have told me that a few weeks ago, like even before the World Cup, I was like, ah, oh, we're not going to get relegated. No worries. After these performances coming back, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not ruling that out. It's not possible. I still don't think we'll get relegated, but I'm definitely like won't be surprised if we do. Mm-hmm. And that's going to really suck. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's that's all I have to say about the first match. I just it, it was a waste of potential. We looked pretty good. At least we didn't embarrass ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think we looked pretty good first half. Yeah. I will add. Well, I mean, and like the thing is, is like question you have to ask yourself, because you brought it up, is Pep overthought stuff. So how much of the first half yeah. was actually us looking good exactly. or just Pep overthinking things and city looking bad? But Yeah. We have to be able to capitalize. Like, and that's what we did. That's the difference between what we did in the Champions League final when Pep overthought things. We actually capitalized yeah. in the first half, you know, and scored the goal. And then we didn't let them score and we hunkered down and, you know, did what we had to do. But, exactly. like, things weren't working in the first half for us, even. Like, there were still things that we weren't doing right in the first, even though we played pretty good. But you could tell City was discombobulated, that they were just out of sorts. Yeah. They didn't know what was going on. And that's that's my biggest issue with Potter is that like there's no adjustments that go on. There's nothing that's happening that says, hey, I need to tweak this and you tweak that. Mm-hmm. For him supposed to being the great tactician that everybody claims that he is, like, where is his adjustments? Like, where are they coming? Like, I don't yeah. see them. Like, it reminds me a lot of when Lampard was here. There was never adjustments when Lampard was here. Like, Lampard had a system, and that's what you were going to play, and it was either going to work or it was going to fail. He subbed people in, like, the 80th minute. <laughs> Potter's are not – he's the 70th. He only gives them 10 more minutes to play, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Golly. But anyway, that's another topic. But, um, yeah, I just don't – I don't know. I, there was no – and then halftime, like you said, like, with Tuchel, we can go in. Tuchel, we knew he was going to make adjustments at halftime. Potter didn't yep. do anything during halftime with this match. And then City just came out and ran us over in the second half. Like, our yeah. best player was a sub in Chuck Wominka. You know, Chuck came on, had the best performance of the night, easily, of any player. Um, yes. And then he doesn't even start in the match today. So... Like you, yeah. you start Mount over him, who is apparently coming off an injury, and okay, but Chuck literally had the he was the best player on the pitch last match, and you he doesn't get a start, and you wait and bring him on with ten minutes left in the match. Like, what are we doing here? Um, but yeah, you know, it's just the story of a good coach, a great coach, and Pep, you know, and making adjustments and. Being able to say, okay, I'm stubborn and hard-headed and I screwed up. And here, let's just go back to doing what we do in Man City and we'll win. And they did. Um, and Potter not making any adjustments. Yeah. Like, you've got to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and he he got a little testy about all this. Mm-hmm. And all, the, all this criticism that we're lobbying at him right now. Yeah. Um, rightfully so, in my opinion. 
Um, but we're just a couple of guys behind some mics. Um, but, but like other people behind mics were asking them these same questions, like at, at the post-match press conference. And this is one of the quotes. I just want to read it. Um, he said, of course there's stuff that happens, but my responsibility is come to you and speak as respectfully as I can. Even though some of your questions are stupid, I have to answer them as best I can. And as respectfully as I can, because I represent a fantastic club. I have that job to do, and regardless of the fact I'm pissed off after the game, I have to come here and represent Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So, for a guy who doesn't show any emotions on the pitch, I guess it's good that uh, he's pissed off. But I, I'm just going to keep reading some. Um, this is hard for people to get their head around it, as Chelsea for 20 years has been one thing, and now all of a sudden it's different. But the reason for me to take the job was because you've got a chance to shape a club that is in a massive transitional period. Huge. 20 years is a long time to have leadership and then change. With that, I knew that there would be extreme challenges for sure. I'm not naive enough to think that if you've had the results we've had, there's not going to be some criticism and negativity. We have had a massive transition. Problems in terms of injuries don't make it easy to be stable, but it's sort of blah, 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 isn't it? People want to see results and shut up, Graham. What are you talking about? We need to win. (laughs) Yeah. Like... Like, does he, does he even understand, like, we, we've talked about this. I don't even need to see us win. I yeah. just need to see us care. There you go. Yes. Like, I, I, I think he has a fundamental misunderstanding of, like, what is going on here. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to see improvements from game to game. We want to see this team grow. We want to see your tactics start to take shape. We want to see you care. We want to see you make adjustments as you figure out the tactics. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we've seen any of that. Nope. No, we not haven't. since he's taken over. I haven't seen Mm-mm. anything. No, and th- and that's the thing. Like you just you said it perfectly. Like we just need to see that this team is actually trying and putting forth an effort. And I think that's mm-hmm. where, like, when you listen to Frank Labouf at halftime today, that's what his whole point was. It's like nobody is caring out there. There's no passion. There's no heart. And we said this back. And I remember we discussed this on the podcast after we got thumped by Arsenal in preseason because that mm-hmm. was the same thing we said. We said these players don't care. These players don't yep. have any heart. They're not showing any passion. And if this continues, it's going to be a long season. And that's exactly what's yep. happening. And it doesn't and that's the thing is like I don't like Potter, but I also sort of agree with people that are saying if you fire Potter, it's still going to be the same thing. And that's yeah, true. Yeah. I agree with that point. It's going to be the exact same thing. Because Tuchel, it was, he was dealing with the same thing. Like, And he even said it in the preseason. He goes, how are we supposed to? It's the same players. So it's the same results. Like, what do you expect? So it doesn't matter. Because it's the same thing over and over again. And then people were talking about Tuchel getting all his signings. And Tuchel got two people that he wanted in the offseason. Right. Two people. Aubameyang. And uh, Sterling. Now, granted, we weren't excited about either one of those, you know, but right. to say all these other people he wanted, this isn't who he wanted. And so, like, it, it's the players. He comes down to them and wanting to actually care about putting in a shift. And clearly, we have a ton of players that just don't give a shit. Like, on the team. And the manager, like, Potter, that's his job to figure out how to make them give a shit. That's part of his job. But it's also 
the board's job to say, okay, if you don't want to be here, then get out the club. We'll find a way for you to leave and just rebuild. Like, I don't care. That's the thing is, like, at this point in the season, the season's a wash. Just play your players that actually want to be in the club. You know? Just play the youth. Yeah. I Yeah, I, Potter hasn't played youth before in other games. Like, when he had chances to do it. Correct, yes. I, yeah. I, yeah, I just don't. It's just, man, it's crazy because we predicted our predictions for that game were, uh, like you were you were three zero and I was four zero, mm-hmm. and I thought we were going to be embarrassed that game. Yeah, and I'm more embarrassed now, and I'm embarrassed that Potter can't do what he, what he says he's capable of doing in that mm-hmm. press conference. I was reading some more about that, and he said he knows that he's capable, and that that's great. I, I want to see that the players are capable. And if you're not playing, if the players that are on the pitch aren't capable, I want to see you put different players in that are capable. Um, I don't think they're capable. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I, I don't think anybody's capable here. Um, I agree. I don't think our management is capable. I don't think our players are capable. I don't think that the ownership is capable. And, uh, and yeah, this is this is a weird, this could be a weird season. It's already weird. We're only halfway through. I mean, literally, we're in... <laughs> We are literally in one competition now. One. Yeah. The Champions League. That's yeah. it. This is the only competition we have any... Well, I mean, realistically, we don't really but have a shot at winning the Champions League. Yeah. But that is legit, legit the only competition we still have a shot at winning, even though we have no shot of winning. <laughs> that makes any sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... I, yeah, I'm not convinced of anything at this point. I I, I think we go backwards every game. Um, mm-hmm. But speaking of that, that we're only out of one competition. Um, yeah, I I I'm okay with us being out of this competition. I'm not okay with with the way we went out. Yeah. Um, we do, we just can't afford to lose any more people. Like if we're dropping people in friendlies and training, and then we're dropping people in matches. Um, I. We just came forward. I saw something today too. I, I don't know if you want to talk any transfer talk on this, but I saw um, uh, we're thinking about offering Conte a short term contract. Yeah, I saw. Well, I mean, we don't have any other choice because yeah, yeah, they're he's not, either going for free or. I mean, they, contract. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard because it's like our choice is: do we go? And re-sign Conte or Jorginho or however you want to look at it, whoever. Or do we go out and spend money on a player for the midfield? Well, clearly we're not willing to spend the money because we are not going to go out and get Enzo. So, you know, clearly we have an issue with spending the money. So what else are we going to do? If you're not going to spend the money, then you've got to re-sign the players. So, you either spend... You don't have any money to spend either. That is true. There's no way we have enough leverage to keep yeah. buying all of these players. Yeah, and I mean, in two, we don't have Champions League football next year, so we're not going to have yeah. that tall for players, which means reduced revenue for the club as well. So, yeah, I mean, you're we're in a between a rock and a hard place because we have players that don't want to. And, and this is my thing too: is like they're so focused on the youth 
players, like right now, mm. in signing these 19 and 20-year-olds. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, I get that. You're trying to build up our youth. I understand that. But you can't just win matches with youth. You have to have senior players that are seasoned, you know, in the Premier League or in top leagues or from around the world come in and play mm-hmm. alongside those youth and have some type of mixture. You can't just throw a whole bunch of 20-year-olds out there and 21-year-olds out there and expect them to, you know, succeed. Like you're setting yourself up for failure if you do that. So it's like where yeah, are these the thinking ex- there is oh sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I, was, I was gonna say that they they're giving them like seven year contracts too. Yeah. So it's like they I guess they think they'll eventually grow into them, but to your point, like if it's only them, then yeah. it's well, I mean it's like but I mean it goes back to my theory that they're signing they're getting them for these long term contracts so they can sell them because we're gonna become a selling right, club right. to make money yeah. and not necessarily a club that competes for championships. So that's that's my theory about why yeah. they're doing it. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, it's like we're not going out. We tried like in a 31 year old center back is not a seasoned veteran. You need somebody that's 26, 27. <laughs> right, right. That has been in the battles. That's good. That's, you know, that's been there. Like, it's just not like everybody's not a Tiago Silva once you get past thirty, <laughs> dude. And like when we have Aspie and Kulabali and Silva in the back line, <laughs> that is like got to be the oldest back line in the league. The most pointless sub in the match today, bringing in Dave with like twenty minutes left to go in the match. Just the stupidest <laughs> thing in the no reason for him to be on the pitch anyway. And then why are we bringing him on as a yeah. sub if nobody's hurt? He shouldn't be on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just don't... I... Yeah, it's... Like, what What are we watching? I don't know. I don't know what we're watching. Um, I did enjoy um, the uh, the Twitter uh, conversations after this game, though. It was pretty great. Oh, yeah. They're, they're fantastic, man. They are fantastic. I mean, at this point, like... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they said uh, Potter came out in the uh, press con- post-game press conference politics out for weeks um, with a knee injury. Don't know how. Dude, John Stones took out both of those players. Yep. John Stones took out Sterling and Pulisic. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <sighs> Sterling's out. Aubameyang apparently is hurt. Um, oh. Yeah. Awesome. This is stupid. <laughs> the The injuries this season have been ridiculous. They have. Uh, like, I, I hate, in some ways I hate it because Potter's going to lean on that as like an excuse for mm-hmm. some of this. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it has been incredibly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I mean, it is. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just on Twitter. Somebody said, Potter's Chelsea is playing a new kind of pressing football called <laughs> depressing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, after this match today, I mean, that's all you can really do is just, like, roll around. I mean, just sit here and, and laugh about it because it's so terrible. Like, it's just so Dude, bad. In the last five games we played against City, we've scored one goal. Mm-hmm. Like, here's my <laughs> question, though. This is an interesting, 
you know, thought because I think we have lost to City. We have we have not beaten City since we beat them in the Champions League final. How many yeah. lo- how many losses? If I would have came to you on the Champions League final night and said, "Okay, we're going to beat City tonight, but we have to lose to City X number of times in the future," <laughs> what would your number have been? You know, for us to win the Champions League that night. I I wouldn't have thought it would have been like five. I thought maybe three. Oh man! I mean, I would have. But, been... but I mean, the trend continues. So yeah, who knows? it's probably gonna be ten by the time it's done. I wouldn't have thought we would have lost to City this much. I would have thought we had at least drawn them. Like, at the very least, we would have had a draw. Like, I at some point against City after the Champions League final, right? We like, did. We drew them last year. We drew them, like, nil-nil. Yeah, nil. Oh, okay. So, so you're talking about just a win in general. Like, yes. not losing, but winning. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. That's wild, man. I don't, I don't know. Yes. Well, how many are you willing to have had? Like, how many are you willing to lose it, to uh, to buy the Champions League final? Well, technically, it's uh, we've lost four in a row now. I was wrong. We've lost four in a row since we won the Champions oh, League. Jesus. We lost Jesus. both times last year to them. One nil, both the games. Then we lost two nil uh, last November in the FL Cup. And then we lost to them again today. And we lost to him. What? Where's the? They don't have the I most like recent this. match on here. They don't have the other Premier League match on here. So that's like five in a row, I think. Now. Dude. I like uh, this guy. He says he blames Putin for Chelsea's downfall. I I'm with that guy. I blame Putin as well. <laughs> uh, it is all. It is, this is a hundred percent on Vladimir. This yeah. is entirely, this entire thing can be blamed on him. <laughs> yeah. If he just doesn't go freaking attack the Ukraine, we never have to sell the club. Abramovich is still here. I don't know if Tuchel's still here. That would be, <laughs> that would be <laughs> up for debate. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it is. It is 100% Putin's fault. City made seven changes uh, from midweek to, to today. Mm-hmm. Seven. They made seven total changes. This is a brand new team, man. Yep. And, you know, whatever. Hey, you said this a while back. You said Todd Bowley and co. are going to see real quick what happens when the fans turn on you. Mm-hmm. And it's happening today. Yep. Today, today was finally the levy that broke, I think. I think it was, too. I mean, there when you're sitting there chanting Tuchel's name... You know, during the match and chanting the former owner's name during the match, <laughs> and then you had this. Yeah. My favorite thing was when the city fans started chanting for Graham Potter, mocking him. That was the best part of the match. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you have all that going on. Um. You know, whatever. I mean, it's 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 happening, yeah. and it's not. And and somebody, I think it was Craig in the um, in the uh at halftime was talking about that or maybe it was pregame was talking about that exact thing about it. Like bowling them. Do they really understand? Like how long is it going to take for them? If the fans turn to get rid of Potter, like, right. Like they, they don't like, I don't think they understand. Like, yeah, this is Potter said that they're happy with him though. In last week's press conference. Yeah. He said, he said they're happy with him. So I, I guess we'll see. I mean, happy with losing? 
So, I mean... <laughs> That's what he basically said. I mean, how else do you spin it? I mean, yeah, how else do you spin that? We're, we're happy we're losing? So... Um, I like this tweet. It says, you only live once and people choose to spend their lifetime supporting Chelsea. (laughs) Oh man. That's pretty good. We're getting, we are getting destroyed on Twitter right now. Yeah. I mean, it it is what it is at this point. I mean, there's nothing we can do. Like I this. I mean, I don't know what, what, I mean, we'll see. We have Fulham next weekend. Who's in form probably gonna lose yep um then we got crystal palace crystal palace who i believe they're ahead of us in the table too aren't they uh yeah I, who isn't at this point not even forced isn't but they still drew us it's true um who won't be by the end of this that's that's the prediction game we should really play who won't who, be who will be in front of chelsea by the end of the season okay i think crystal palace is three points behind us in the table Oh, okay. They can make that up. Good. <laughs> they'll catch us. Hey, the good news is, though, Jason, if we win against Fulham, we will be tied with them in the table, although they have uh, their goal differential will be better. than Well, depends on how many goals we win by. Um, could still be better than ours. But we would have a game in hand on them. So I'm just saying <laughs> we, we could go up a couple that... spots. Sounds like a little too much hope for this yeah. podcast at the moment. <laughs> a, little, a little too much optimism in my voice there. You're going to have to slow the hope train down <laughs> a little bit. Yep. I yeah, mean, then we got Liverpool, which that I actually am really looking forward to the Liverpool game because both of our teams are comically bad uh, mm-hmm. this season, and uh, except Pool's a bit better. Um, but I like I'm kind of hoping that game is just a series of blunders. Like I'm hoping for like five own goals, a few for each team. I'm hoping like some goalie does something stupid. I I really hope that that game turns into just a clown show. It probably will. I mean, like Allison freaking kicked the ball to the Wolves uh, attacking player yesterday, and <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Score. And then the and then the Wolves got screwed at the end of the match. So. Yeah, you know, should have won, but whatever. Um, I'm trying to see. I mean, I don't even know. Like, I don't even like. What is what's our run of form right now? I think what have we won? One in our last eight, I think is what it is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think we have. Yeah, I think we've won one and we've drawn three times. Maybe let's have to look it up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, in our last ten. Now, this doesn't include the Ashton Villa match that we did lose that was the friendly during the World Cup. So, stay oh, that Brozier blew his knee out in? Yeah, the okay. Brozier blew his knee out in. Oh, and this also doesn't Jeez. include the game today. So, tell me, if you count 11. This is just Premier League. Just no, Premier this League. is everything. This is everything. Okay, okay. So, we have won one match in our last 11 and drawn three. Holy crap. This is bad. (laughs) This is really bad. That's awful. Like, I don't even understand. Like, we have not had this bad a form since we've been Chelsea fans. Like, this is the worst I've seen this team. The only reason it it didn't feel like I I don't think we felt that quite during was because we had a World Cup in between all of that. Yes. For sure. So, it... 
so it's like we had some time to forget and now we're back to just being atrociously bad mm-hmm. at this yeah it's it's like what is i don't even know i mean that's the thing is like i find it hard to even find things to talk about at this point in time because we know the pro we know the issues the issues the players right right um We suck. Our coach probably is an average coach. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I mean, like, just read tweets. Yeah. Um, like, what I don't understand is why we gave Potter a five freaking year long contract. Like, I know that we're like the team of long contracts now, but my God, <laughs> we can't. They do know that we can't do the strategy of give somebody a long contract and sell them with the manager. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We can't, we're not making money back for him. We will have to spend money to get a new coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, you got to buy him out. That's more money. Like it's just, and then who are you going to go get? Yeah. I mean, there are, there are no world-class managers. People don't mind Enrique, whatever his name is, the Spanish, the old Spanish, coach he's available I'm like no he's not that's not gonna work like it's just um i did see somebody calling for frank LeBeuf to be the chelsea manager hey look he would, he would inspire the players at least like look no here here's my fault on who should be our next coach now hear me out yeah i don't know if a lot of people are gonna like this but <laughs> i'm just gonna say let's just take him a haze from the women's team and let her coach both teams dude <laughs> Poor, poor Emma Hayes to have to coach both teams, but yes, I'm for that. <laughs> hey, look, it like she uh, they were they released a clip the other day um because apparently there's a women we have a women's documentary thing going on right now. Uh-huh. Unbeknownst to me on some yeah yeah thing or I need to like watch that. that then yeah and she literally was like giving them a speech like before one of the matches or I think maybe no it wasn't I don't think it's like they were at the training ground so she's giving them a speech. And she's like ripping into these players. She's like, look, if you don't want to be here, you can get out. We are Chelsea. Like, this is, like, wow. we don't put up with that here. It's like, if you're not going to get with the program, you can leave. I'm like, okay, that's what Potter needs to be yelling at these players because she knows what it takes to motivate players. And Potter apparently doesn't. But people told me that was one of his strengths coming in that he knew how to motivate players. Yeah. I mean, it's not translating. If he motivates them, it it stops at the locker room door at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make it to the pitch. Yep. So if he is able to motivate them, it's not working. So I don't know what happens behind closed doors. Maybe he does give a good rousing robotic uh, pep talk. But um, oh man, that's kind of nice that uh, Pep Guardiola actually does give pep talks, no matter how bad his are. Um. The- Pep. Sorry, that's I know you really watch, stupid. You didn't watch the match, but literally after Man City, after Morris scored their first goal in that free kick, like, see, I'm Texas yeah. too, but they all ran in the bench, and Pep is just, like, ripping into them. Like, your team's winning 1-0, <laughs> and Pep is just ripping his team, like, yelling at them. Like, love that. I, it's like, I love that. I've never even seen Potter yell at our players. So, yeah, you, you brought this up before. Potter does not have, he does not show a lot of passion. Mm-mm. I can't imagine he's also... He says he did. He says he does. Like in his little post-match yeah. conference thing. He says he does. Um, 
But like, what is it? It's got to be a little bit. Um, I was gonna say demoralizing, but that's not it. It's got to be a little bit dimming, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, for you as a player to play for a coach that doesn't show a lot of emotion or passion for the game, when that is one of the motivating things uh, that would get a player up for a game, I guess. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just interesting thought. Like mm-hmm. that pep. Pep is still demanding and demanding and demanding more mm-hmm. from his players, even after they score one. Right. And our guy literally just sits there and doesn't make a face about things and kind of claps. But I feel like we've talked about him clapping at wrong moments too. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, it just can't be easy playing for a guy like that who I imagine. Yeah, I I just don't. He's not the right fit, man. Like we've talked about it before. He just, I was gonna give him the season, like you know, because we talked about that. We were like, how long do we give Potter? And we were like, well, we're probably giving him a full season, and we probably need to give him one more. And then like you and I were being very generous there. Like, yeah. At this stage in the game, he is just not a good fit. Like he's not a good fit personality wise. He's not a good fit um, talent wise. I don't know who is a good fit talent wise though. Could another like world class manager get stuff from these players? Possibly. Possibly. But, I mean, Tuchel but, got it from him for a little while. That's true. Yeah. But what what happened? Is it a culture thing with the club? Like, what is stopping these players from looking like? I I don't know. They probably they might care, but what is stopping them from at least like showing that they care or like putting in performance that shows that they care on the pitch? We. This has been the conversation we've been having mm-hmm. all freaking season. Yep. And and we were talking about last time. Like, uh, a lot of it is on Potter, but not all of it's on Potter. Like, uh, like the players, like you said, you bring another coach in, uh, who could get things from these players? Like, I think Potter's the wrong guy. He's he, At this stage, I'm willing to say he's the wrong guy. I'd, I'm not looking forward if he serves out his contract. To, to watching him do this for another five years. I mean, there's no way that he can serve out his contract. If the form, if this form continues like this, there's just no way. Um, But it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know what the issue, I don't know why the players are like that, but it's been that way since, like, I feel like since the Drogba's and the Terry's and the Lampard's left, like, they... Now, granted, there you know, there's stuff that was said when they were here, you know, about Lampard and Terry and stuff like that. But at the same time, like they at least gave a shit while they were on the pitch. Like, right. you can, right, exactly. You know, and I mean, that's even thing you can say about Costa. Like Costa had issues, but he never stopped caring about stuff on the pitch. Like even Davi yeah. Luiz, who was supposedly one of the biggest cancers in the in the locker room, he still gave a crap on the pitch. Like, that's the thing yeah. about the players, like the, the so-called, you know, cancers that have been in the locker rooms over the years, they at least cared, you know, enough. And then Lampard comes in to try and change that culture. And I think you had, he got some of the stuff out, but also the board didn't back him fully. So that's an issue. Right. And then uh, Tuchel... I mean, comes in and wins Champions League, so he got this. He got something out of the players for a little while, 
And then, I mean, it was sort of starting to wane at the beginning of this season, but Potter has gotten absolutely nothing out of the players. Like, it is just no. nothing. They've regressed. Yeah, they've regressed. I agree with that. It's a regression since uh, Tuchel, like, since Tuchel left. It's definitely been a regression. Like, it hasn't been. Yeah. And it goes back to our point. We just want to see improvement. We just want yeah. to see improvement. That's it. Just show some improvement. Um. Um. Yeah, Frank LaBeouf. I... Uh, oh, just said, uh, speaking to your point, you said earlier about him. He said, Frank Boo said, "Give me the job with Craig Burley, and we'll uh, and we're we'll go and change the mentality." <laughs> I believe that hundred percent. Love it. Yep. I'd rather I yeah I'd rather somebody come in and show us a a consistent good show. I don't even I don't even care if we win or lose at this point. Although we're we're gonna have to start caring about that at some point. I mean, I do. We obviously care about that, mm-hmm. but we're gonna have to start caring about that even more. Considering we're only ten points above, we have a game in hand. But considering we're only ten points above relegation zone at this point, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Like they typically say, what like you get to if you can get to forty, you're you're like usually pretty okay. Yeah. In the Premier League, like as long as you get to 40. We got to win five more games to get there. <laughs> like, judging by how we performed against every team this season, it's going to, it's, it's even hard to imagine us winning five more games. Um, maybe that's a little too overblown, but um, I think we do got to start. Th- I, I'd still, it, to be fair, it's probably a little too early. Just gonna throw it out there, but um, but yeah, if we if if I can go ahead and count Arsenal, we play Man City again at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we play Man U again. Uh, we play Tottenham. That's four out of the nineteen that we're probably gonna lose. And then um, don't forget Brighton. They thrashed us four oh, yeah. one last time we played Brighton, them. <laughs> Brighton and Newcastle. Yep. Right. So like so that's six that we're probably gonna lose. We gotta get five wins from the other thirteen. Um, like the math starts getting really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when we start thinking about the position that we're in right now, I and mean, yeah, technically we're in tenth. That could change at any moment. Though there's not a lot of points gaps there. It's just it's just silly that we're talking about this right now. And but we literally like. The future of Chelsea was to raid Brighton's management and players. And that was what we wanted to do. And bring in some aging guys to fill in gaps instead of actually making good signings this summer. And then we overpaid for everybody that we brought in. And we gave them ridiculous contracts with ridiculous wages. Mm -hmm. Like, the future of this club is going to be really interesting to watch us work through all of the decisions that were made this past summer. Mm-hmm. Let, like, new ownership notwithstanding. Like, we're talking about the basic, how this club is set up for the future at this point. Because Sterling is our future for, like, the next four years. <laughs> Good gosh. That's depressing. And that sucks. And that does suck. <laughs> like, that's awful. Uh, we should have I mean, kept Werner, man. We should have kept Werner. At least he tried. 
Like, that's the I thing. Know. I will never stop saying, like, Werner, yes. It probably was time for him to go. But at least the man put a shift in every time he went up there. Like, you can't say that about any, really anybody else outside of Tiago Silva and Reese James. Yeah. You know? So. Um, so, Jorginho. Well, Aspie, I think, is still our captain, right? Doesn't always start. Yeah. So, Jorginho is, like, captain on the pitch because he's the vice captain early. Yep. Right? If he plays, too. I, I don't I think Silva gets I, it if neither one of them play. I feel like you need to be stripped of your vice captaincy if you're not going to go clap the away fans. Like, yep. screw that crap. Like, I, I'm probably making too big of a deal about that. No, you're not. That, to me, I mean, it's just a basic thing, right? Like, you are away. Your team put in an amazingly bad and embarrassing performance that is leading to the conversations that is happening right now on Twitter and here. And you can't even go clap the fans that showed up and were willing to watch you do that. And who stayed during the match? Because you said that a lot of fans left, right? Yep. They did. If you do not clap the fans at the end of the game, I fully lose respect for you. And I think you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And, and that is like a very, that's one of the like, basic foundational fundamental things you can do to show that you care about the club mm-hmm. i agree outside of what you're paid to do on the pitch yeah <laughs> like you that is like just something that shows hey i'm here thank you for showing up you you celebrate with them when you lose you apologize to them at the end that is a very basic thing it doesn't take that much time like like for something that is so simple that means so much Mm -hmm. you that should be your number one thing and i i do not respect that and i don't think you should be our vice captain if you're doing that crap yeah well i mean and i don't think you should be in a position to be in any leadership of the team yeah doing that for sure i mean i agree so i mean i'm pretty pissed off about that i'm pretty pissed off you should be i mean i think we all should be um, I mean, it's one of those things that, like you said, it's not, we, we don't ask much from the players. Like, you go out there and you just put in a good shift and you go clap the fans after the match. Especially if they're traveling fans. Like, if it's an away match, it's even more important to me to go clap the fans. Because it's an away match. They yep. travel to see you play. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Uh, it's just like this is just um depressing at this point in time. Um, it's not it's not fun being a fan in this situation. We mm-hmm. you know we've had our ups and downs as like I guess we are technically like a newer generation of Chelsea fan because we've been around since the Abramovich era. Yeah. So like we've we kind of you know I mean we've we've had a good run. Um. And I'm thankful for that run, and um, I'm thankful to have been a part of that when we, you know, kind of came into soccer as fans because mm-hmm. we haven't been lifelong fans of soccer. Um, so uh, I've I've been I've enjoyed it. It's kind of interesting being in this position now to just kind of watch all that crumble, like, and hopefully we're just in the early days, and like it's hard to see, like, on this level. Um, 
like what the bigger picture is going to be. And hopefully the bigger picture is just us being uh, uh, successful or at least competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully we just have like a different view of it at this point. Cause we, we, you know, we're, we don't have hindsight or we're not removed from the situation in a way. But I mean, I just don't have any faith that we'll get to a competitive uh, way anymore with this team or with this management. And I don't know who we're going to bring in or who we could bring in to change this. And so I don't, I mean, like, I, just, it, I mean, Arsenal took four years for Arteta yeah. to get here. So like credit to those fans, man, like that, that really sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this does suck. It does. I mean, like, ah, here's my thing is like, I, I literally, this, I literally just tweeted this out while we're sitting here talking. It's like, wow. This is my way I said, while I don't like Potter and think he's the wrong fit for Chelsea, sacking him at this point will not help when the issue is the players on the pitch uh, not giving a shit. Like, I feel yeah. like that – it's like, I don't think Potter's right. I don't think he's the right fit. But I also don't think it's going to matter, like, what coach we have in at this point in time because it's the players, not necessarily the coach. You know? Yeah. So, I don't mean – I don't know. I mean, I either – literally – like, this roster's been needing an overhaul for, like, three or four years now, and it just hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. And the people that actually should be here, like the Rudigers, you know, le- losing somebody like that that was a leader, that hurts you. Like, losing a Werner, yeah. like, while it probably was time for him to go, like, I still, like, at least he put a shift in. Um, Like, when you lose people like that, it hurts. So, yeah. there's really nothing else like, this regime just has to, Bowling them have to say, okay, we have to just overhaul everything. And that's what they're trying to do, but I think they're going about it, doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Like, you spent all this money last summer without a scouting department. <laughs> like, like what, were you, what were we doing? Like, why not just, okay, I know Tuchel wants players. I get that. Well, you didn't get the players he wanted, so why are you buying players? Right, right. Who was giving you, who was advising Todd Bowley on the players, you know? Still yeah. don't, still don't know, but whatever. It, it has been one big mystery. Um, I, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know where we go from here. Like it, I mean, I guess we have scouting people now. Maybe yeah. it's better next year. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who knows? Um, I guess. Uh, so, you know what? Uh. What's your, what's your, since you know we're in this great run of form right now, you know, we're flying uh-huh. off the radars. What is your predictions for next weekend? Because I feel like that's all we can do right now. We can't, like, I can't even predict, like, what we're going to finish this year or anything like that because we're just all over the place. So I feel like yeah. there's no point in it. So it's just, like, week by week. Like, what what are we going to do week by week? So what's your prediction for next weekend versus Fulham, Jason? Yeah, I you know I'm gonna be honest. I just don't know much about other teams in general, so I'm doing just a quick cursory, like how Fulham is lined up against teams in the past couple matches. Um, they seem to play like a four-two-three-one, which it doesn't really matter because we can't break down any formation that is put in front of us. Uh, they typically play yeah. 
They typically play four at the back. They have a single striker up front. Um, man, they're on a pretty good run of form. Yeah. As well, they're 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 grinding out wins. Two one two zero, one zero against Leicester, two zero against Hull last weekend, and then Leicester, then. They won 2-1 against Southampton, 3-0 against Palace, and then 1-1 against West Ham. So that's our last five. I, you know, I, I can't – I just do not think we are capable of winning, especially against a team that is above us in the table, especially against a team that is a little leaky in goals. They have let in 27 goals this season um, to our 19, um, but they've also scored 10 more goals than we have. Yep. Like, I just don't – think we have it in us to see out a game i just have not seen any sort of mentality um from this team that gives me any hope that we can go forward and actually get something done or out of a game um we have an insanely crazy injury list i do I, at this point, <laughs> I just do not think that like that is something that we can um like really we should have enough talent on the bit bench to get things done. Like, I just do not think that that's really an excuse, although we don't have our best players or best form. But, um, or without them in the team. So, but with the team we have now, and if Pulisic's out for weeks, how long is Sterling out for? Not that it matters. It, I, they didn't say. They said, I think know. they're still evaluating him, is what Potter said in the press conference today. Um, Mindy's out. He broke his finger. Um, ah, saw that. Yeah, he needs surgery, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he had it yesterday. So I think he's had the surgery. Oh, okay. But um, okay. yeah, they they didn't say anything about Sterling. So I mean, it looks like it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Really. I agree. I mean, it looks like we will have a lot of people back at the end of January, beginning of February. Like it's when the majority of people are sort of like the Reese James Fofana. <laughs> Conte's late wow. February. Um, Chilwell is supposed to be back then. Uh, Loped his cheek. So we will have, it looks like by the end of January, but at that point in time, <laughs> we'll probably be like, you know, 20th. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know yeah. if it will matter. Well, I look forward to that because if Potter has these players back mm -hmm. and we're not in many competitions, when are our next Champions League games? Uh, February 15th. You know? Okay, so in February. So in February, we'll have most of the squad back. Hopefully. Outside of the outside of the long-term injuries, mm -hmm. um, which there's way too many of those too. I, I just don't think that we're going to be very good until then. I just, like, with this group of players. Although, I will say, Zachariah and Chuck, I thought, were really good in that mm -hmm. first half of the City game um, and, and, at midweek. Um, and I thought that uh, everybody else was just pretty mid. Um, Kukurea had some good things going forward, but he's not a great defender Kulabali is like not great. No. Um, Dave is not great. Mm -mm. Jorginho is not great. Um, <laughs> Kovacic had a horrible game. Mm -hmm. um, 
Ziyech is not great. Uh, Pulisic was not great before he came off. Although there, there was some he, he is better in the position we've been playing him in. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think Pulisic is greater has ever been great. Uh, if Havertz is still leading the line, not great. Um, come Fulham game, yeah, I just don't know. I just don't think that we have it in us. I just don't think we're capable of of putting it together. I'm hoping that by the time we get to the pool game. I mean, the Fulham game typically should be winnable. The Crystal Palace game typically should be winnable. They're not. The Liverpool game, I actually am more excited about the Liverpool game than <laughs> I am any other game. I think that's the most winnable game we have coming up. Probably. Because Liverpool finds a way to botch it uh, <laughs> like this season. It's amazing they're still in six. Uh, I'm really impressed at that, actually. But uh, they're only a game ahead of us <laughs> on points. Yeah which is kind of amazing. So, I mean, what's I, I we're 10 points back from top 4 right now. I think that that, that dream is dead. Um could do we want to even be in Europa League next year? It it's a little bit of money, but I don't know if we can survive like another season where we are playing like this and all of our players go down. So anyway, that was a long answer to your question. <laughs> I think we lose. I'm not predicting us to win. I could see us drawing um, but I think we're going to have to get lucky and I think we're going to have, Fulham's going to have to make a mistake that is all Fulham and that we're not going to capitalize on because we don't capitalize on things a whole lot, except for the Sterling crossbar thing that we had against Nottingham Forest a little while back. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy that we beat Bournemouth a little <laughs> while back. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that seems like an outlier in what is a horrible run of form. Um, a win is an outlier this season. That's annoying. I can't predict us winning. Um, I'm going to predict a draw. I'm going to predict, just for fun, a 2-2 draw. <laughs> I think at this point a draw is a win. I'll take a draw against <laughs> Fulham. Like, anything to get us to 40 points. This yeah, season. anything to get We're hey, just trying to get to 40 points. That's right. Um... It's funny that you said that because somebody I follow on Twitter literally just tweeted out the same thing you said. Is like, you know, if you get to 40 points, you're usually pretty good. But he's like, I have, don't know how we're going to get to 40 points. He has like, yeah. I have little faith we're actually going to get there. <laughs> so, it's wild. It's wild um, to think that that's where we are mentally this yeah. season. Thinking about how we're going to get 15 more points from the yeah. season. Like how? I mean, that's five wins, like you said. Where are they going to come from? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, um, maybe once we get... Full, full health at the end of January, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. So here's my prediction on Fulham. Uh, so we have played since 2010. We have played them, I believe, uh, 13 times. We are nine okay. wins, four draws, no losses. Uh, we will lose because we are due a loss. <laughs> We're in terrible form. Yeah, yeah. Fulham's in good form. Um, yeah, I'm predicting 2-1. Okay. 2-1 Fulham. Nice. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm not predicting this team to win again until they actually win, and I see something on the yeah. pitch that shows me they're going to win. We're going to Fulham. Do you know how bad they want to kick our asses? Because this is like oh, yeah. literally down the road rival, like literally spitting distance. Like so, yeah, yeah. they won't, and they're in good form. So they're coming. I, like if you're a if like if I'm an odds maker and I'm sitting here setting the lines for this match. Fulham's mm-hmm. a favorite 
over Chelsea. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, Fulham, we're an underdog going into Fulham. Let that sink in, Chelsea fans. We are an underdog going into Fulham. <laughs> yes. There's nothing that it. suggests we should win this match. So, I have no reason to predict that we will win this match. Um. So... I mean, it's it's definitely not the safest bet to predict us winning at any point. I mean, if we lose this match, so Fulham is seventh right now. If we lose this match, we would be six points behind Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty wild to think about. Yeah. It's it's fun times at Chelsea these days. So um <laughs> <laughs> all we're gonna do we're just gonna laugh we're just yeah. gonna laugh that's all we're gonna do you know I mean what else can we do at this point in time because we you know whatever we can't do anything else um do you want me to read I want to read this quote from Pep uh that uh got tweeted out a second ago um <laughs> uh, well a few minutes ago uh on Potter Pep said give him time all managers need time and he is right at Barcelona, I didn't need time for two seasons because I had Lionel Messi. <laughs> it's like a backhanded. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure Pep wants to, wants Potter to stay there because at least when Tuchel was there, he knew he was gonna be in for a tactical battle when Potter's there. He don't I mean like he's just gonna run all over him. Right. So it doesn't really Man. matter. This is crazy. We like Man City kicked us out of both cups. And beat us in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're gonna go zero and four against them this season, and that's gonna suck. Yep. Which I mean, you know, whatever, whatever. It is what it is. Um. So. Yeah. Great. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you end <laughs> something like this? It, it, it because of the season is going to keep going. <laughs> like yeah. it's almost like a sick joke. It is. It is. Uh, some of the Potter fans are coming out. Give the manager time, please. I'm just looking through Twitter. Um, people are mad at the Chelsea fans for being mad at the manager at the moment. So. Yeah. Good uh, Sack Potter is trending in my little thing. Yeah, it's trending in mine too. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. At this point, like, I, I, I've always had a hard time getting on like the manager out thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just am not that kind of fan. I guess. Um. So I'll, I'll probably never say manager out. Uh, I do. Do I? I'll say that I don't like him. And yeah. I'll say that I don't trust him. And I'll say that I don't think he's very talented. But I'll probably never say, get him out. I'll, I'll say I'm not happy that he has a five-year contract. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it is what it is at this point, Tom. Uh... Oh, somebody posted some stats. So here's... After 14 Premier League games, Tuchel won 10, Potters won 6. Tuchel drew 3, Potter drew 3. Tuchel lost 1, Potters lost 5. 
We had scored 33 goals under Tuchel compared to 17 under Potter. We only conceded 6 compared to 17 under Potter. We had uh, gained 33 points. Uh, Potter's gained 21. And we were in 1st. And Potter's in ninth, Or was in ninth, I guess, after 14. So, anyway, just... Some interesting stats to end on after I just said I wouldn't say Potter out, but I would say yep. I'm sad that he has a five-year contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, here, the thing is, like, we just don't – I don't know. I I'm, I'm can't with this team. Um, whatever. I don't care anymore. Jason, just tell these people where they can find us. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter. We like Twitter. Uh, Daniel is um, an amazing social media guy. Uh, social media creator, digital content creator, influencer even, potentially, once this podcast goes wild. Uh, But if you want to stay up to date with our latest musings and you want to see what some true fans think about the club, um, (laughs) I don't know, everybody thinks they're a true fan, right? Um, If you want to see some level-headed commentary about the club, I will say, uh, go follow us at The Ball and Foot on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Y'all catch us on Twitter. Uh, also, we're on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know. Like, I'm, whatever. Or just listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast at. I don't even know. Whatever. Just listen to yeah, it, please. Wherever. Just listen. Just listen. Um, uh, you know, whatever. It's cool. Uh, yeah. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Remember to live, laugh, and love. Flippity floppity. Flippity floppity.